0: Well I'm excited, tonight I uh, get to talk uh, about uh, spiritual gifts uh, which I'm very passionate about and um, we're carrying on our series which started last Sunday with the amazing Pastor Michael and uh, he shared an amazing message and I encourage you if you haven't seen it or you haven't listened to it, make sure you check it out. It is going to bless your world, and, uh, and as we move into the next few weeks, uh, you really need to hear it. It's a segue into what we're talking about, and, and um, I shared this morning about a couple of things I love from it. I'm going to share it again. Uh, one thing that Pastor Michael talked about last week was that on earth, as Christians, we are called to do what Jesus did. Like, I don't know if that was a bit of like a timid yes. or like He's called us to do what Jesus has done, which that's an exciting thing. It even says in the Bible that we are called to do greater works than what God has done. And uh, I don't know how we can top raising people from the dead, but that's exciting. Imagine every person in this room doing what Jesus did. Come on, the world can be transformed. And uh, it's something that uh, is really, really awesome. And and, uh, Pastor Michael, uh, he said that uh, wonders and miracles are the signposts of the kingdom. Signposts that say Jesus is alive and well and that he is building his kingdom. And uh, as we we launch into uh, more of this series around the spiritual gifts... And man, come on, these are are signposts that declare that Jesus is alive and well and that he is building his kingdom. And so uh, I encourage you, if you're not hungry, if if your spirit's not stirred a bit, if you're not not feeling very passionate about the spiritual gifts, I pray by the time I'm done. You're excited for them. You're hungry for them. You're wanting to see them working in your world because it's amazing. Um, I fell in love with the spiritual gifts when I was in uh, high school. When I was 13 years old, I uh, went on a trip to India, and and, uh, my dad asked me to pray for this lady, and she was deaf and mute. And I prayed in Jesus' name that she would be healed. In fact, I prayed that her leg would be healed. Uh, but Jesus can still work amazing miracles when we make mistakes. And, uh, and this lady who was deaf and mute was completely healed. Uh, she was speaking and hearing for the first time in her life. And, and I, I started to chase after the things of God rapidly. And uh, I became so passionate about spiritual gifts. And, and uh, when I thought of spiritual gifts when I was 13 years old, well, if you don't know me, all my close mates would definitely know that I love superheroes. Right. Wow. Like if you want to have a good conversation with me, you talk about Jesus and superheroes. That's why I love having conversations after youth with Simon Moitada. because he's like the only other person who can, I can have a good conversation about comics and stuff with. I, I love superheroes. ever since I was about this tool, uh, I'll be leaving my house in my superhero costumes, and, and uh, even to this day, I'm the first in the movie theater at 12 a.m watching the midnight releases, and, and my wife has to come to me uh, come with me to the comic shop every week and and um, you just pray for it. <laughs> but I love superheroes. Um, I started to build a collection a couple of years ago. I've got some pictures here. Uh, here's what, a bit of my collection of superheroes. Uh, i I got to do a disclaimer. For all the naysayers and religious people, these are not idols. They are collectibles. I love Jesus more, okay? I love Jesus more. And so I've got my Batman collectibles, my superhero DVDs and comics. Batman is by far the best superhero. No debating. 100%. Love Batman the most. Um, Love most superheroes, but Batman is the best. I've got another picture here. Uh, Me with my life-size infinity gauntlet, uh, and uh, I tell you what, I feel like an absolute beast in that thing. I wear that, and I suddenly feel like I'm so powerful, Um, and it's actually super heavy as well, so like, Uh, anyway, I love superheroes, and uh, the passage we're going to look at today we're reading about spiritual gifts, and it starts off in first one of 1 Corinthians 12. It says that Paul will answer some questions about some special abilities the Holy Spirit is giving the church. I don't know about you, but when I read that, I go, "Wow, come on. Special abilities. Ah, oh, God's giving me some superpowers." He's giving us some superpowers, and and, uh, that's what got me excited about the things of the Spirit when I was much younger, and uh, even to this day, come on. Uh, And so I'm going to read 1 Corinthians uh, 12, and it says this from verse 4. It says, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else. The Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts he alone decides which gift each person should have. And so we see a bunch of gifts here, which are pretty cool. And uh, over the next three weeks, we get to hear from uh, different speakers uh, around these nine gifts. And so you've got three categories of gifts. You've got the gifts of utterance, which is prophecy, tongues and interpretation you got the gifts of power, which is faith, miracles, and healing. And today we're going to talk about the gifts of revelation, which is words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. And so again, if you've got a word of wisdom, you've got a word of knowledge, make sure you go see Pastor Michael. If you don't know what a word of wisdom is or a word of knowledge is, you're going to find out soon. And uh, we're going to have an exciting journey looking at it. And uh, I, I encourage you, when you... When you um, Hearing this message, you know, we're talking about spiritual gifts given by the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you, open up your heart tonight for God to move in your world, because I believe that uh, God doesn't want you just to hear a three-point sermon, but He wants your life to be transformed and for you to be activated in the gifts of the Spirit. And so, come on, get a little bit hungry for what God's wanting to do in your world right now. The first thing I want to talk about is words of knowledge and and uh, a lot of the time, we, when we hear about words and knowledge, we can often just think it's prophecy. But there's actually a slight difference between them. Uh, prophecy is God's thoughts about someone's future. Uh, I love the thought that Jesus didn't just come and die on a cross uh, and, and, uh, and, and go, All right, guys, sweet. Uh, have fun. Uh, you guys can get to heaven now. That's not just the reason why Jesus died on a cross, but I believe that he died on a cross so that we could walk further into God's original design for you and for me. Because when God was thinking up and was creating the world and was, and, was, and was an incredible, incredible time of creation, he was also planning what you and me are gonna be like. And there's an original design of Josh Duckett, which God is calling him to step into. He's not quite there yet. <laughs> that's all right, it's alright, we're friends. Uh, there's an original design of you and me that God is calling us to step into. And Jesus didn't just die on a cross so that we could get to eternity, but we could also walk further into the original design that God has called us to be. That's what prophecy is all about. It says in the Word, it says in 1 Corinthians 14, but one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them and comforts them. It's something that builds people up and helps them walk further into who God's called them to be, the original design that God had for them. And then we got words and knowledge. So prophetic words is God's thoughts about someone's future, Words of knowledge is about is God's thoughts on someone's past or present. I love, love words of knowledge. It says in Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 8, it says, To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Knowledge in Greek is a word called gnosis. And what gnosis means is it's knowledge that you didn't get from experience or education. It's a revelatory knowledge which is dropped into you by God. And so when we read this, the Holy Spirit is going to give a message of special knowledge. He's going to give a revelatory knowledge that you can't know through education, you can't know through experience, and uh, it gets dropped into your spirit by God. And we see Jesus do this all the time. A couple of examples I shared this morning was uh, we see the story of Jesus calling out Zacchaeus from the tree. And he goes, Zacchaeus, come down from the tree. The thing I love about that is that Jesus didn't know Zacchaeus' name. (laughs) That was a word of knowledge, something that God dropped into him. I was uh, talking to Ruby after the gathering this morning. We were like, man, imagine if Jesus didn't get a word of knowledge of Zacchaeus' name, and he just said, hey, you in the tree, come down. I wonder if he would have come down. But it, it opened himself up to God when he got a word of knowledge. Then so we hear the Samaritan woman? Uh, this is an amazing story because uh, Jesus doesn't just know who she is, but he, he literally unfolds her whole life out in front of her which is hilarious, to be honest. And um, and the the context in the passage is that she's actually a very wise woman. Uh, She knows her Samaritan theology well, and uh, she knows where the Samaritan temple is that they worshipped at and was later burned down. And and Jesus uh, referred to all of this and actually led the Samaritan woman, through her own religion, to understand that he is the Messiah, uh, I think that's so powerful. And it all was because of a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom. God spoke to her through words of knowledge and words of wisdom, and it opened, uh, opened her up to the things of God. There were, uh, one thought that I love is that we have direct access to the most deep and inner thoughts of God. That He actually wants to communicate with us, which is so exciting. I don't know about you, but I want to hear from God. Uh, I, th- I can't think of anything more exciting than hearing from the God, the Lord of l- all lords, the God who created me and all the earth. Yeah, he wants to move through my life and talk to me? Yeah, yeah. Just Jay? <laughs> I guess I'm the only one excited about that. Well, I'm, 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 I'd love to share some um, testimonies of uh, words of knowledge. I shared them this morning and, and it, it encourages me when I hear stories because it makes things so real. And uh, I'd love to share some stories from my life. Uh, I was... I was 16 years old, and, uh, and I was at Hamilton Boys High, and um, uh, one period we had a subject called Wellbeing and recreation, and um, that's just a fancy way of saying PE with a little bit of theory, um, easy credits, um, and, and so we had this class, and we went up the road to play croquet for maybe three weeks, and, and um, I don't know. 16 year old boy who no one wants to play croquet you want to go outside with the moon ball did anyone play moon ball a couple of people i got that band at boys High. i'm so proud of it i'm so proud of it. imagine a big exercise ball and uh you basically sprint at each other with it and you just go flying and it was so awesome and yeah, I hurt someone. <laughs> anyway, I'm a big boy, okay, and um, and and so we went and played croquet, and, and um, and and there was this man who was teaching us how to play it, and uh, he was an older gentleman, and uh, and uh, he was incredibly grumpy. And I just, no one wanted to be around him because he was so, so grumpy. And I mean, you, you swang and if you missed or you did a, like a wrong hat, I mean, he would yell at you in front of the whole class. And it was just, he just wasn't a fun person to be around. And, and, uh, and I remember when I was uh, there, uh, I felt, I, I was just thinking to myself, man, why is this man so grumpy? And God dropped something into my spirit. It was a revelatory knowledge saying that this man's wife passed away recently. And so me being 16-year-old Jay, who just did not hesitate, I jumped straight into it. Uh, I said, sir, has, has your wife passed away recently? And his, uh, he started weeping in front of the whole class, of 16-year-old boys. And I got to pray for him, and he encountered God, which was just amazing. And it all came from revelatory knowledge. Uh, another time, I was I was at a church sharing a testimony, uh, and uh, I felt Holy Spirit just like at the start of uh, this message. I felt Holy Spirit say that there was someone in the room who had pain in their knuckles, and um, and so I, I said that, and there was a guy who came forward and he said, "Yeah, that's me." And um, and so I went down to him. and I said, "Oh, what happened?" And honestly, you would not believe what he said to me. It's so funny. He he said. I've got like broken knuckles, I think, and scrapes all on my knuckles because I just punched up a guy like 20 minutes ago outside the church. And so I said to him, I said, oh my goodness, I'm going to pray for you to be healed because God revealed it. He wants to heal him. Uh, I'm going to pray for you to be healed, but just let's make a deal. You're not going to punch someone when you get healed. And so we prayed for him and he was completely healed. It was amazing. So good. Um, another story which uh, this morning I was saying, oh man, I wish I bought a picture. And I did bring a picture this time, which is awesome. Can you just put that up on the screen? Uh, this is me in America with a couple of mates, and, and we were walking through the street. Um, I think we were, we were going to get Subway. And, um, and uh, we're walking, and we walked past this man uh, who is the guy in the singlet and the glasses. And, he, and I felt God say to me as I walked past hernia, and I tell you, there is nothing more awkward that you'll ever do in your life than go up to a random man in America and say, sir, do you have a hernia? <laughs> it was weird, but I did it. I was obedient, and, we, and uh, I, uh, he stopped, and he said, yes, I do, and it was a very large hernia. It was the size of like a tennis ball. It was a very big one, and we prayed for him, and not even joking, the whole hernia disappeared when we prayed. He was healed, and we led him to Jesus that day, and so I had to get a picture because it was so exciting. And um, and so that was an incredible, uh, incredible word of knowledge, God dropping something into my spirit. Thanks, you can take that picture off now. Um, one time I was preaching at a church, and and I got invited there. I think I was about 17, and, and uh, I was just... Uh, giving a few words of knowledge. And uh, I, I had a word of knowledge for someone with a tumour. Um, and so we prayed for the man. Uh, he, he came forward. We prayed for the man. Nothing happened immediately. I mean, you can't, couldn't really tell in a sense. And uh, at the end of the gathering, I was talking with the pastor. And this man walks up to us. And he's got a ch- little tiny tumour in his hand. And it fell out of his nose. Like, it's it's amazing. And uh, and that all came from a a word of knowledge. Something just was dropped in my spirit. Uh, My last story that I want to share with you guys, uh, I hope you guys are enjoying these stories, because, man, it just builds my faith. I was the one who experienced these stories, but I listened to them going, man, I, I need to chase after the things of God more. Man, it gets me excited. Uh, there was one time when I was in uh, America again, and we were walking on the street after church on our way to lunch and um, uh, it was South Carolina, and uh, we walked past a woman, it was Daz and I, uh, Daz Chettle, if you know who he is, and... Um, and so Des and I were walking to lunch, we walked past this lady and I felt God say that this lady has been through horrific abuse and she has trauma. And so again, it was a really awkward situation where there was this random lady and I was saying, Hey, I'm practicing hearing God's voice and, and have you gone through horrific trauma, uh, horrific abuse? And, um, and, and, I, and I believe God's saying that you've got trauma from it. And um, anyway, next minute, what happened was in the middle of the street in South Carolina, she was on the ground manifesting. And uh, Daz taught me how to cast out a demon that day. And, uh, and she was radically saved and healed that day. And uh, again, she gave her life to Jesus. On the street, kneeling on the ground, declaring that Jesus is the Lord. It's amazing. And, uh, and it came. We, man, we were just on our way to lunch. And I just, for some reason, thought, hey... Let me, let me just tune into what God's saying. And there was this word and, and we jumped on it and someone got set free in the process. And so words of knowledge is a powerful gift which I believe every believer should pursue. Because it opens up people's hearts to God. You know, it's a couple of those people on the street, they probably wouldn't have even had a go if I went up to them and said, hey, I want to let you know Jesus loves them. But because something which no one would know was revealed to them by God, suddenly they opened their hearts up and they gave their lives to Jesus. It was amazing. If you want to to know more about um, words of knowledge, I encourage you, search up Sean Bowles. The man is insane. He's a prophet from America. And, and he's the sort of guy who gets up on a stage like this, not knowing anybody in the building but the pastor. And he goes, uh, there's someone here named uh, Josh Duckett. Uh, his wife's name is this. Uh, he's, got, he's got this many kids. He's got this. This is your phone number. Like, it's insane stuff. And God just reveals things to him and it opens their hearts and then he prophesies over them, and it's incredible. So search up Sean Bowles if you're really interested in the gift of words of knowledge. I encourage you, what, uh, what can go wrong? <laughs> you mess it up every now and then? Uh, I tell you, uh, I, I shared a lot of highlights just then. I, 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 could, I couldn't even count on my fingers the amount of times I've got it wrong. And I've gone on a stage or I've gone in the street and I've said something, and they're like, Huh? <laughs> And it's super awkward. But that's all right. We're all practicing to hear God's voice. So I encourage you, step out. Let God use you uh, with words of knowledge. I'd love to talk about words of wisdom now. It says in First uh, Corinthians twelve eight, to one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. We all doing all good? Awesome. You with me? Just making sure. Because it's getting good. We only just started. It says says this in Greek. Wisdom in Greek is Sophia. And that means the ability to understand your relationship with God, to regulate it, or to understand what God is telling you. And and, uh, and from my experience, a lot of the time when I get a word of wisdom, it's uh, it's usually a word of wisdom to do with revelation, which God has already revealed to me. It's What I find is it's usually blueprints, it's usually plans, it's uh, usually advice on God directing us further into what he's already told us and called us to walk into. Again, it's a revelatory wisdom. Uh, one word of wisdom can change a situation instantly. One word of wisdom from God can shift something instantly. Uh, I remember I heard a story Uh, from uh, an evangelist named Sam Chand and and, uh, at the time he was uh, just an itinerant minister and he got a a, a, a very awesome job offer and um, and the salary was awesome. He got a free company car with it. He was so stoked and uh, on Sunday when he went to church there was a man who came up to him and, and the man said, Sam, I just believe God is wanting to say to you to not take what's been presented to you. And, uh, and Sam battled with it because like, he knew what he, he was talking about. And, uh, and he was like, God, what's going on here, man? There's a good salary. There's a company car attached. And in the natural, it seemed amazing. But in the supernatural, in the spirit, God was saying no. And uh, the amazing thing about words of wisdom is, is it protects us from making the right decisions. It protects us to make the right decisions and a lot of the time it protects us from seeing what's good and what's God. Because a lot of the time people can offer something, something can come up or whatever and it's so good, but is it God? And a lot of the time uh, words of wisdom are given so that we're staying on the path which God has for us so that we reach the original design He has for us. And so words of wisdom are so valuable. They're so great. You know, I, I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to just be walking in the acceptable will of God. You know, where God's like, yeah, you're doing okay. I want to be walking in the perfect will of God. I want to be able to say, if God says go there, I want to go there. If God says say that, I want to say that. Man, if God says Go to that man and pray for him because he has a hernia. Oh my goodness, I'm going to do it as much as it really sucks in the natural, to be honest. You know, like we want to be walking in the perfect will of God, yeah? Is anyone with me? Awesome. The other gift that we see in this passage is discerning of spirits. Man, this is is something that I encourage uh, all disciples to embrace. Because who knows that God wants us to be aware of what's going around us. He wants us to be aware of what's going, uh, going on in us and, and through us. And, and uh, we've been called to be like Jesus. And to be like Jesus, we've got to walk into an atmosphere and know what's going on. And we've got to release the kingdom of God. Uh, it's something that's so exciting. I don't know about you, but man, if I was living the Christian life without the Spirit of God... It's kind of boring. like Honesty time, anyone else with me? But I want to be a Christian who's got the Spirit of God living in me and is using me powerfully. And and as part of that, we got to know what's going on around us because we've been called to release the kingdom of God where we go. The gift of discerning spirits can give you the ability to see through things, or to perceive the spirit at work. The gift of discerning spirits can be used to see God and the spirit realm. But also see what the enemy is doing.